We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like E. Old Raven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, Rx Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Kauschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Lato Play, Wisp, Zeke, and Straw Cab. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota episode 317 starts now. Welcome, listeners, to We Like Dota. Uh, I am your host today, Jim, and I am joined by the German, Arian. Hallo, ich bin es. Ja, das stimmt. Uh, we also are lucky to be joined by the plaid pirate, Sam. Hallo. <laughs> <laughs> Hallo, Sam. Hallo. <laughs> Sam, aren't you, like, actually a quarter German? I'm actually half Oh, even better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, glad to be here, everyone. Good to see your smiling faces. We're all smiling very. Yeah, that was smiling. I'm sure. Yeah, Sam, right now you, you can't see that. it because it's a podcast, guys. Sorry. It was adorable. But I'm glad. We're all glad. Okay. Should we get into our feelings? Sure. Yeah, I guess. Sure. We went through our uh, our uh, various ethnicities and the extent to which we're German. So very cool. <laughs> the next step is naturally Dota feelings. Uh, Can I stop grinning? Sam. Now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We've appreciated your uh, pearly whites. <laughs> Thank you. I have really good Sam. teeth, dude. I never needed braces. Really? Yeah. Really. Uh, good. Good for you, man. Thanks, yeah. Dude. That's awesome. Good genetics. Yeah. My sister had braces. I didn't. Um, I kind of lied to like my uh, dentist. He told me I would never have my have to be have my wisdom teeth need to be removed. Um, mm. But I did. Oh. That's the price you I pay for perfect teeth, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I still think you don't need braces, so he's right on that one. Huh. Sam, ha- how has Dota made you feel uh, in the last week? I I played one. Uh, I had another ballad of Turbo Jug. <laughs> I, I won't uh, talk about it as much. I played one Turbo game. I played Juggernaut. Uh, it was fine. But really, uh, what I want to talk about is not dota at all so this is very on brand with our dota 2 podcast i want to talk about divinity original sin 2 are you folks familiar Mm. with this game i am actually i believe i have it oh it's wonderful i've only recently discovered it and it was on deep 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 steam sale so i went for it it was released Mm. for folks who don't know what it is it was released in like 2017 something like that um and it's just like a rpg it it really scratches the itch of uh like dungeons and dragons for folks who are into that um yeah yeah and i'm having a blast i'm a dwarf who oh, is a dwarfs. pirate my favorite 
Yes, combines our two <laughs> favorite things, dwarves and pirates. And, and uh it's just like really relaxing in a way that dota's not and so i'm like deeply appreciative of it and uh it's like a you know right now i'm just playing a like so- solo uh you know like offline campaign mm-hmm. but um if anybody wants to boot that game up and do a uh co-op campaign i'm all in so mm. hit me up on the discord uh, but don't hit me up if you want to play Dota because I don't do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you need someone to play Jug in a Turbo. I'm down for like one Turbo game every 10 days or so. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jim? How was your weekend, Dota? Uh, it was pretty good. There are ups and downs. Um, I guess like in my pubs, I've I've lost a bunch of pubs. Classic. Um, yeah, just <laughs> playing with stacks, trying out some new stuff. Um, it's just fun to play, though. Playing a lot with Nick. Nick's been around. Hmm. He's a fun um, guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, he embraces the, uh, the the approach that we have. So speaking of the approach that we have, uh, the we, uh, I mean, our We Like Dota League team, we um, didn't play on Thanksgiving week because it was Thanksgiving. And then we ended up against four elites plus Squid, uh, who are a team with. At at one point, they had three immortals on their team, <laughs> uh, including a f- like a four hundred rank carry. But he didn't show up for our game. Oh, um, <laughs> he yeah, knew he I could took that one off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- I think um, they felt comfortable that like two immortal players could probably pull off. Uh, two victories against us. Um, so the first game, they went like a, a very heavy push lineup, like a Smurf lineup, essentially. A uh, what? Like Visage, like a Smurf lineup. You know, like teams like uh, like when like Secret have to play through like open quals or something, and you just run like position one Visage and push down all their towers at ten minutes. Mm, okay. Because you know you're going to be better than your opponent. Um. Or like you know, like Smurf heroes, like Visage, Meepo, etc. Uh, so they ran like yeah, like it was like Vi- Visage, Fury, and Timbersaw, um, and they took high ground like fourteen minutes or something. But the second game, we had a strat. Mm. We love a strat. We do. It was great. We uh, <laughs> we were gonna get first blood. Oh, so okay. We picked our entire draft based around how we could get. A first blood before the horn. So it was like five heroes with level one stuns. <laughs> uh, we had like Marana, Clockwork, Alina, um, and two others. I, it's Sven. It, it's irrelevant. But uh, <laughs> we like right at the horn, like all five, boom, smoke. Uh, we head top. Um, we found their Dark Willow. We found a Lifestealer in a Dark Willow. Um, we're not going to go on the Lifestealer, of course. So we chased down the Dark Willow. This uh, is we threw our well, arrow. Uh, to, you know, what's end? Um, <laughs> we threw our arrow without any setup and missed. <laughs> and then I, I was clock. Boots first clock. Oh, no. And so I fire off, uh, what do you call it, battery assault. And I just stay in front of the, the Dark Willow. And I body block the Dark Willow until my team catches up and we, we killed her. We offered them a draw. Um, they did not accept at that point. 
Uh, and then we spent the rest of the game just chasing the, because the Dark Willow is their position one. So we just chased the Dark Willow around the entire game, just trying to chain kill her. Uh, meanwhile, their uh, 2000 rank immortal mid was playing Morphling. Mm. Uh, and they also had a uh, an off lane SF. I mean, essentially, they like didn't aggro lane. So you got a meme. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the SF, we just gave him a completely uncontested free farm for about 20 minutes. <laughs> While we chased around this Dark Willow. Wait, why were why were you chasing the Dark Willow again? Because you could kill the Dark Willow. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we tried a couple times to try to, to kill the Morphling, but that didn't work. Um, and then once they got, like, Ags Willow, Ags Morphling, um, that was, you know, short work of everything. Mm. Uh, and they, I think they toyed with us for about another 20 minutes or so. Because the game ended at, like, 35 minutes. They probably could have won at 15. Hmm. Um, but it was fun. I mean, we had fun like with our stupid level one smoke strat. Um, That's nice. And then we played a pub, and Bay joined us for the pub, and and we took it out on them. I played Pugna. Pugna's fun. Fun hero. Fun hero. It really is. I think he's pretty good. Um, and that's it. That's that's pretty much how I felt. It was uh, it was back like the days of one protect four. We're like, all right, we're obviously going to lose. Like, what silly thing can we do? Mm. Um, next week, we got Sync Cats, who uh, we know very well. We played a bunch of games with them. Uh, we scrimmed against them Ooh. earlier in the season. Very cool. And I feel like, I don't know, we might have, like, a puncher's chance. Against you know? Sync Cats? Yeah. Like, I think we can potentially get the game to a point where, like, they make a terrible mistake and we have a big team fight. <laughs> It can maybe pull off a... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I could see um, that happening. Yeah, like, it's... it's Like, against 4 EPS, like, winning is just inconceivable. <laughs> but against Syncats, I think we maybe could have a chance if they make a big mistake. Um, yeah, maybe. So, I mean, you already won a game. Yeah, we're gonna... Yeah, so we're gonna try to uh, send some viruses to their computers um, so we can win. Very cool. <laughs> How's your week, uh, Arian? How, uh, how have you felt? My week was pretty good, I think. Um, maybe a bit more uh, choke-heavy than I would like it to be. So, I mean, I'm going to mm. talk about my uh, WLBL match, obviously. And the first match we played, uh, we played against Zero Leaf Clovers. And I think going into it, we uh, underestimated them a bit and overestimated ourselves. Um, so... We had a lash rag. Oh, by the way, our four player, he wasn't available, uh, Uncle Bourbon. So Ursi suggested that uh, host of another well-known Nord 2 podcast, uh, Proud Dota, uh, sub in for us to play our matches. Mm. So yeah, he, he subbed for us yesterday. Um, first game, we had Proud on Monkey King, me on lash rag mid, uh, Strilling Sam on position three Magnus. Ursinity on a Snapfire and Kona on a Venge. And we kind of got ran over. So they had a Klings, Mirana, Void Spirit, Clockwork, Undying. And I got very heavily pressured mid. I felt like I had like three heroes with me constantly on my lane. And then they like they comboed their abilities very well. They used like Remnant into Arrow. And that's almost always, if you're not like super tanky, uh... A pretty heavy death and if you're not dead then then like the clockwork comes so early game was going pretty bad and looking at the graphs um the win probability was 
even though the net worth was like even-ish because we still got like farm on our cores, like even though I mean I ne I got like uh, I got I died two times in lane, but then I also got two kills against my opponent solo. So I was still doing better than average, but I didn't have a great game if I want to carry it. Um, apparently bottom lane where we had a Snapfire Magnus was a total disaster. Um, they just hmm. got destroyed and the Klings uh, got to free farm an Orchid. And that's kind of where things uh, spiraled out of control a bit for us. Because top lane wasn't that good either. Um, even though like a lot of the times the clockwork rotated away from top. Um, they, they they had a rough time because they had like, some <coughs> missed pulls and stuff. So we started like losing team fights pretty heavily against the guys. And we lost like three team fights in a row. And then uh, I made a game-winning call because the enemy, they were roaching. And mm. my whole team was on the other side of the map. And I, I mean, we didn't have vision there, but I kind of, you know, sometimes you have that itch. You're like, hmm, this would be a really good time to roach for the enemy. So the game sense, dude. I scanned, yeah. I scanned the roach pit. And it actually turns out they were roaching. Uh, I was mm. right. Uh, God gamer, you know. Um, feels good to be right. Yeah, yeah. Feels very good to be right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, like, started screaming at my team. Everybody get over here now, man. And, you know, thank God I was the captain of the team. So they kind of felt like they had to, like, at least half listen to me, <laughs> to listen to what I'm saying. Um, so even though we were behind at that point, we went Roche and the Roche fight went super well. We, like, got four heroes and we didn't lose a single one. And then also we got Aegis on our Monkey King. And from then on, like, the game was just completely different. Um, and we, like, farmed the map took all their towers like from that point um the game felt like suddenly from like oh my god we're actually going to lose this game that we're really not supposed to lose to okay this game's uh in the bag basically so mm. yeah the game was pretty enjoyable although my heart um it wasn't good for my heart probably because the first like 20 minutes really really were a bad show from us i'd say um mm. then second game uh we play i played pagna which I was very happy about, you know. I always loved playing uh, Pagna. Um, we had a Jug, Wyvern, Willow, Slada, Pagna against the Undying, Lina, Sven, Viper, um, Axe. I had last pick that game, um, and they had their mid player on Viper, but then when I picked Pagna, I think they decided to send the Lina mid, because Viper against Pagna is like almost an unplayable matchup, I'd say, for Viper. Uh, and then after five minutes, their so their Lena, their mid player, he disconnected. <laughs> and then when he wanted to reconnect, they said he accidentally clicked on abandoned match, so he couldn't rejoin the lobby. <laughs> so we were uh, we had the courtesy of uh, just remaking the match again after five minutes. And yeah. you know the the game. I think our draft was way better than game one and it definitely showed in how well we did because the second game was 13 to 41 uh, on our team so yeah um pretty happy for our results we're having our last group stage match uh next week we're playing against what's that university team that plays in we like dual league uh tennessee, tennessee yeah tech. tennessee tech university so we're playing their team uh next week and that's actually the last week of group b because you know unequal groups and stuff but yeah feeling pretty good yeah you know very glad that we didn't choke the first match <laughs> <laughs> have your pubs gone my pubs have been 
pretty nice. I've been playing a bit more safe lane recently in my pubs. Uh, I dabbled in a bit of Spectre, uh, mm. where I did very... It felt very weird. Like, in the Spectre game I played, like, I felt super strong in the early game and got, like, five kills. But then mm. when I had my Radiance, I don't know, maybe it was just, like, some enemy item timings that I understand. But I suddenly, like, started dying and feeling really squishy and losing the game pretty heavily. Um you know, what are you hmm. gonna do? Uh, and then I also, I played one game of Alchemist and Ranked, because I feel like I really want to make Alchemist work, but that <laughs> game was a disaster as well, because uh, I lost my lane pretty heavily because I had an Earthshaker ganking me all the time, and I got, like, decently farmed, um, but I I had to buy BKB second item after my battle and after, I don't know, I don't know how to play with that item, you know me, I never buy that, so, you know, naturally <laughs> we lost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Hmm. All right, what do you say? Ah, uh, we head over to the news. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. So, news. Um... We got this big Dota Plus update, yay! Which was like nothing. Yeah, I feel like there was very, very little to it. Level thirty is now available, uh, Sam. So I know you're a uh, <laughs> level twenty-five Meepo player. You can up- update that to thirty now. Very cool. Um, yeah, I feel like that's cool, but I mean, I guess for like hero spammers, yeah, I don't know. Good, good, good for them. Like. I feel like if you have a hero at 25 at this point, um, you're, you're a bit weird. Like, why are you playing that yeah. hero so much? Play another hero, dude. And now level 30? Like, if... I mean, I can get it if people get to, like, level 30 in two years. But if you get to level 30 in, like... I'd say, like, the next two months, something's probably wrong with you. Yeah, that's pretty weird. It's, it's for the grinders, dude. Yeah, but yes. So that's my issue. Um, I have a hot take here mm-hmm. on the Dota Plus updates. All right, uh, hit me. <laughs> it's all about the grinders. It is. It is. It's true. Like there's, they made the seasonal quests much, much more difficult to get if you don't grind a ton. Instead of like adding stuff for the grinders. Right? Like it used to be like bronze, silver, gold or whatever. And bronze was like, oh, you get it in like a week or two if you play the right way. Um, like putting a lot of wards down or whatever. And then the silver tier takes a little while longer and maybe you'll hit gold tier by the end. Right? Instead of adding like platinum and diamond or something and rewarding the grinders, they just moved them all really high. And so I have to deward like 800 wards mm-hmm. in three months to get the D-Ward, the gold D-Ward. And I don't think the reward is much higher. Like That's insane, dude. 4K points yes. for 800 D-Wards. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it doesn't, and like the, so they added level 30 and then they pushed all this stuff up. So it's like, okay, Dota might be shrinking in popularity <laughs> and they want to and they're working on a new player experience no they're not so let's like are they right now right do they, we know that they, they are once, they said they are but they, are they it's a lie they once claimed that they were 
And what they do is they turn this thing into, I mean, obviously they don't owe us anything, so I don't care, but like they just made it for like the hardest core players mm. and people who are like, I'm like committed to Dota. Like I, I, I really like it. I'm committed to Dota. <laughs> but I can't play that much. And so it's like, this is now less value for casual players. Tough luck. Gotta better quit your job and start grinding those Dota Plus points, Jim. Yeah. They had an option to add value for hardcore players and leave it the same for everyone else, but they did not take that one. (laughs) They took the one where they only reward (laughs) hardcore players. And, like, so you get, like, an extra thousand Dota Plus points if you win six games a day for three months consecutively. <laughs> but if you're playing that much, you have more Dota Plus points than you know what to do with anyway. Yeah. So why do that? Like, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, in terms of, like, what audience they're trying to hit, it's just very, very typical Valve, like, nonsense. I, why would they do that? Can I say something that I'm mad about? Yes. On the Fall Treasure... I'm pretty sure, like, I spent, like, 100k shards on that treasure. Because, like, every time I had 10k, I just, like, straight up bought a treasure. And I didn't get a single, uh, like, ethereal gem. The only one I got, somebody gifted to me. Yeah, I I, I just wanted to get that out there. Hmm. No problem. And then they, so they released the courier, right? And even the winter chest, this is, like, the tiniest most narrow complaint only for like me and maybe Ursi. But like they have the courier and it has prismatic gems in it now. Mm-hmm. And the last courier only sent like five different prismatic gems, right? Like the yellow is one purple and one blue or something. This courier for this season, it's the same five prismatic gems. <laughs> like, wouldn't you rotate the colors to keep the market churning and you would make more money? How many colors are there? For like prismatic gems, I say twenty five or thirty or something. Jim, I think they should hire you. Yeah, it's very, it's. I mean, not do you have all the prismatic? I don't actually mind that too much. Like, do you already have all the prismatic gems, Jim? I've won. Yeah, I've won (laughs) as well. (laughs) Maybe in like the maybe after like four seasons or something, they can rotate them. But I don't have the ones from this one. I don't mind like. You know, getting more of the ones uh, from this rotation. I only have one. Oh yeah, but I mean, you could just buy them on the like the. You know, the point is, if they release them with the courier, then the community market price tanks, and like regular humans can buy them. So you're not spending like eighty dollars to change the color of your witch doctor reward. Mm. Um. So like the yellows are cheap now, like two bucks. But then all the other colors are still really expensive because they just are flooding the market with more yellows. Like if you if they kept it going, it would I, I mean that know, more people would buy the stuff. Like they want to manipulate the market. But I don't think they're doing a good job. <laughs> like I think they can manipulate it much better to their benefit. Ah. And to every like let people have Wait, fun. Wait, but isn't it good that the uh, market prices of the gems fall right but what i'm saying is they they switched the courier and they're not making any other gems fall it's just like brusque britches beige huh okay yeah i get your point now 
if they if they kept it rotating and then like Breskrich's beige would not be dropped for another nine months or whatever until the next fall and it would create all this variation and people would wait and they'd buy stuff and, and change things. Yeah, and yeah, it makes sense. Everyone's like, oh, cool, they're bringing prismatic gems back. And it's like, no, they're only bringing Breskrich's beige. <laughs> Okay, fine, whatever. Mine, the one I have, it, it doesn't even list the color. It just says Tnim Snam. Oh, that's a cool one. That's like the light green. Wow. Doesn't seem like <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I'd rather have a blue one. Yeah, it's pretty nice. There's like one blue one. There's like one dark blue one that's pretty. Okay, sure. Uh, what <laughs> what do we think of these uh, sets in the treasure besides the gems, guys? Do you have an opinion, Sam? No, I don't. I just don't. I like. I just can't keep up. I feel like these days, with like the way they change the loot boxes and stuff, I'm not here oh, yeah. for it. I don't know. You don't like the the big belly undying? That's a huge belly. I mean, I do. I I love the whatever. It, it's just it's a lot. <laughs> it's it's a lot to keep up with. I guess. <laughs> I never saw big belly undying. It's kind of it's ridiculous. pretty cute. You know, he has a, I mean, I think it's disgusting, but it's disgusting it's in the disgusting. right way. Yeah. I mean, he's got a, uh, like, if he gets eggs, he has to store all the strength somewhere, right? Mm. That's true. Might as well be in his, in his belly. His abdomen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to get out there that I, I'm kind of, I kind of hate this puck set. Like, when I saw that, I had to, like, quadruple check that that's not just default puck. Yeah, I, I like the, like, butterfly wings, mm. but it's, like, that's it. Yeah. And, I mean... They gave everyone an immortal for those wings. It's, like, literally how Dota 2 sets used to be in, like, 2012. Like, hey, if you pay three bucks, your heroes, like, 1% of their body will have, like, a slightly different color. <laughs> Though there, there were sets yeah, really. in 2012, and that's kind of what this yeah. set is. Except for the Necrophos set, where there's like a like an antelope skull awkwardly perched on his face. Yeah, that one's pretty wacky. <laughs> I'm really not a fan it's not, of that It doesn't one. look like a... He's not wearing it over his face or as a hat. It's just kind of like like Adebisi's little cap from Oz. It's just like sitting on the side of his yeah, head. With the front. It's bad that that was the first one I got and only one so far from that chest. I'm not going to buy any of these. No, well, what about the gems, though? You don't want prismatic gems? You can get them for like two bucks on the community market. Maybe I should start saving my shards again, huh? I mean, for what? <laughs> yeah, I like I mean, I like the <laughs> the relics. So I'll spend on relics. I don't care. But Maybe. I'll see what I do with my shard economy. I'm never going to get any more shards because I have to deward the hundred. <laughs> True. things in like 10 games i so. mean you still get stuff for guild quests right you can you know be a good boy in the we like dota guild oh i'm i'm always a good boy in the we like dota guild but yeah but but even that like here's another thing over the course of the battle pass they like you could level up your guild right and then you got like access to more contracts there are more available contracts and more guild challenges and then they took that away and it's per, it's all percentile based now, so it doesn't matter how many contracts you can get. But they still made it less fun. 
<laughs> like they could have just kept it as it was the day after the battle pass ended, but instead they're like, no, you get to keep your thing, but there are just way less options <laughs> for no reason. Uh, I mean, I kind of like the percentile thing because. Oh, I like the yeah, I like the percentile thing too. But like in terms of contracts, like you could only pick two contracts. There's like never any good ones. Yeah, because it's like, well, if it's all percentile, you could make the contracts whatever you want. Might as well give us more yeah, options to play. But now. I mean, I like the percentile thing because apparently, like Dota players just like don't do their guild quests because there's like a billion yeah. guilds with like zero points, right? And even yeah. though our guild, we're not even trying hard to like be a top tier guild, and we're always like top ten percent. Yeah. What do you mean we're not trying hard? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying hard personally, but I don't think like we have like a lot of people in our guild to try hard. It's not like the I'm kidding. Of guild to try hard. <laughs> Even though we literally jail people for not getting enough points. <laughs> yeah, we do shame well, them, right? Yeah, yeah. The shaming I must, is I must, an uh, important part. I would assume... I don't, I don't think... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm not... I, yeah, I would just question the the uh, efficacy of the shaming since <laughs> two of the members of our guild haven't logged into Dota since June 13th. Yeah, they can come out of the dungeon when they log back in. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, I would imagine that I must be getting close to the shame corridor well actually not sam turns out you like you like firmly in the middle there's a oh. lot of, there's a lot of like zero guild point people <laughs> okay yeah all right very cool yeah shout Sounds out to like the nine people who haven't earned greg are you kidding me dude uh, greg's on ir he's on ir he'll okay. be back okay he's on the injured reserve you're, what on, do you mean? you're on the list greg yeah, he's he's, he's on injured reserve. He'll, he'll okay, be back. Okay, Aww. I forgive him. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So, like, just the idea of like making things less fun. Uh, like, just make it easy and fun. Who cares? It's a game. Like, you're trying to get people to play it, right? I guess not. Who knows? Whatever. We like it. <laughs> uh, you know who else likes Dota? Tell me. Hmm. Professional Dota players. Do they? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm assuming something not in evidence. But <laughs> there's a uh, a professional league going on, the Epic League. Uh, they played like, <laughs> as Arian pointed out to me before the show, they played a three week group stage <laughs> with ten teams in it and ended up with four of them tied for a key position. That's honestly <laughs> embarrassing. That's amazing. Yeah. That sounds like something so it, we should have tried to do for <laughs> we like totally. <laughs> I know. I think that may have even happened, but like we we conceded our position last year or something. Like, nah, we don't even have to do this. Um, yeah. So they're in one of those like endless four team tiebreakers right now. Um, they're down to three. It's Liquid, Nigma, Secret, and OG all tied for fourth place. Um, which matters because you'd actually get into the upper bracket. Yeah. Um, have you caught any of this, Sam? You said you were watching some Dota. Yeah, I just uh, turn it on every now and again. I never know like what the stakes are. <laughs> like I always just you know hop in. Uh, so yeah, no, I've, I've been been enjoying it. It's like every other Dota tournament. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anything stand out to you did it it did it um i mean i think i'm getting a little bored of the like you can only play sven specter 
maybe like Medusa. I don't know. Like the uh, 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 faceless void, I guess would be the other one. So I think I'm getting a little a little bored of, yeah. of those I, heroes. I agree, not of no, not like in a meta sense, but for like the past year, I feel like we've been seeing literally the same tournament. Um, like yes, online tournament, okay. 500k prize pool, uh, mostly yeah. teams. Um, so I'm glad that this is probably the last tournament of this kind. Uh, because you know, and almost you, guys, it's like a month until the DPC leagues start. Like in just a tiny bit more than a month until that starts. I'm very excited for those because I'm not sure how they look, and it's going to be pretty hype. I think. Is North America gonna have more than one team? Yeah, Is it just EG. I mean, <laughs> they're gonna girl. have <laughs> they're gonna have a lot of like stacks. Who just because NA doesn't have a lot of teams, you know, yoink the DPC money, which is good. You know, that's what you want to see. Maybe some of these stacks yeah. can beat okay. EG. Yeah, that's possible. What do you think about the the league, Jim? Oh, um, I think it's been pretty good. There's been some good Dota. I, however, uh, I'm also bored of just seeing like Faceless Void, Specter, Sven. PA in every single game. Like those are the only four carries you're allowed to play. Mm-hmm. Um, although one thing I, I do want to say, secret. Uh, now that we've turned on them and they've become mediocre, uh, I will credit them. Like they buy rapiers like every game <laughs> now, and I like it. Like there was one game with the way like they had a PA with three. Um. It's like, just go for it. Like, Matumba's on PA. Like, he's going to, like, second item rapier. Or third item. It's good good stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, some sources are alleging that right now Secret is actually on their break. And that most of their players literally haven't played Dota in, like, two or three weeks. And they're only playing this tournament. Oh, yeah. That's what some sources have alleged, you know? Hmm. Interesting. Well, it'll be fun when we get a patch because you know they'll do some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. All, almost um, all the pro players are just waiting for the patch right now. Which yeah. is almost on the horizon. I think... Let me see. Is it next week? Mid-December. I, I think it'll be right after the uh, Epic Finals on Sunday. Uh, That's my guess. Interesting. So, yeah, it's like... This is like the second to last podcast before the patch, I think. Very cool. I'm excited. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, every yeah, like every game is exactly the same. <laughs> if you watch like streamers, uh, like high level pros, it's all just the exact same heroes in every game. Uh, speaking of which, want to do a brief tiny watch for Epic League? Uh, sure. All right. I think Tiny, I mean Tiny himself has a, a, a sweet forty two percent. That's win not rate. that bad for Tiny. Quite a few picks. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, this is his renaissance. Uh, Rubik has a very low win rate on a lot of picks. Uh, Enchantress is actually really low, thirty eight percent win rate on seventy seven okay. picks. I mean, I I agree with that. I think Enchantress is really bad right now. Like one of my players in my team, yeah. he's always trying to convince me to pick him Enchantress, and I always have to tell him that he has weird ideas about Dota if he thinks that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. I want to play Enchantress, but like. Yeah, nah. This doesn't fit. Can I ask this you a question, Jim? 
Yes. What what makes you want to play Enchantress? Like, what is fun about that hero? I don't understand it. Uh, I like Micro. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, like enchanting creeps and using the creeps is fun. Uh, I like throwing rainbows. Mm. Uh, if she didn't have that immortal, I don't think I'd want to play her as much. Um, he likes playing really annoying heroes also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty annoying. Mostly it's just like micro and rainbows. Mm. <laughs> sure. Um, but other, other than that, I, you know, she's just, that's it. Like, you get to micro a creep, but you don't get to, like, contribute to winning Dota. That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That's why I hate Enchantress. And, like, you can, <laughs> yeah. Uh, although the creep is really good. Um, <laughs> Jesus. No, because, like, the buff, no, when they change the buff, right? Because they, she used to be, like, the life stealer uh, facilitator. Cause she, or, no, the clinks facilitator, yeah, right? Because yeah. she just makes clinks impossible to kill and, and deal, like, 800 damage. And they changed it so I think Enchant gives, like, a giant armor buff to the creep. Yeah, eight armor. And you can, like, t- you can, yeah, you can take an entire tier one with one enchanted bird <laughs> um like the like the bird regens faster than the tower can damage it um and gives armor to creeps and stuff but like that's so stupid and isn't gonna help your team win because like anyone could just go kill you uh who's doing well what well, here is doing well specter's doing well everybody loves uh, a good strong specter meta <laughs> Uh, Sven, as we've all expected. What's Sven's win um, rate right now? Nah, just re- uh, 54.8%. Very balanced. Yeah, that's still quite a bit, though. Yeah, 54 is pretty high, yeah. no? Yeah, like Undying is 60%. Oh. Really? Still? Um, okay. Yeah. Very huh. cool. I thought. Clock is 61. Like, uh, we were. We definitely called Undying being strong like when they changed his uh ulti yeah ultimate and stuff but i yeah. feel like um i the reason i'm surprised that he's that high win rate is i, I just kind of figured that pro teams would have like figured out how to play against him Do yeah you know what i mean like uh, usually that happens what i've at some point i think it's just like what i've noticed is that in a lot of team fights in these pro matches the undying places the tombstone in like Spots where it's almost impossible for an en- the enemy to kill it without getting all the mm-hmm. like without feeding five heroes trying to kill the tombstone. So. Yeah, I also think Soul Rip is just overtuned. Yeah. It's really powerful, and, <laughs> and so like it like picking a dying basically says like they will never get your carry out of the lane. Yeah, yeah. or like he takes your like at level two he like takes fifty percent of a hero's health with a level one spell. That's Soul Rip right now. Yeah, so the uh, the number two most contested hero and the number four most contested hero are very powerful late game carries with crappy laning stages, Faceless Void and Spectre. Mm-hmm. So you just put an undying there. They can't die. They can't get forced out of lane. Uh, and no one has fun. It's true. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll be the first one to admit uh, undying is not fun to play against. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know what? Hero is not fun to play against, and it's actually doing quite well in Epic League, but I just want to complain about this game I played last night. If you guys see someone pick Phoenix and go mid, <laughs> you're just like, oh, this is this sucks. Like, mm. this is just going to be a crappy hour of my life. 
mm-hmm. right? Like, no one who goes mid on Phoenix isn't, like, a Phoenix player. Uh, and it's just such a dreadful I, Do experience. I count as a Phoenix player? Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I went mid with Phoenix a couple of times in this pet. No, like, you have to, you have to like, pick Phoenix and be, like, Platinum 22 on okay. Phoenix. And then you go mid, and it's just like, ugh. And then they, like, Phoenix players, similar to the the Undying players that you mentioned, which is why I'm prompted to say this. Like, they go somewhere, and then the egg is going, and you can't see it. Like, it's, it's on some true. weird oh, place. It's so annoying. And you know what's worst about the egg? If you can't see it, you also can't hear it. So you literally have no... Uh... Like, because if an undying player puts yeah. his tree, or, uh, his tombstone on a cliff where you don't have vision, you at least hear the, like, and then zombies spawn. With Phoenix, right. if he uses his ult on a cliff where you don't have vision, you don't hear it, you don't see it, you just see, your, like, the damage buff. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, this Phoenix last night, like, he was putting himself in, like, weird pits where we couldn't click on it. Like, it was bizarre. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, this is the most dreadful thing. And then we were playing against the Faceless Void, and we are trying to defend high ground. Oh boy. And we get the Faceless Void down to, like, what must have been double-digit HP. <laughs> and then Phoenix swoops in with an axe <laughs> and eggs mm. him. And it takes 55 right-clicks to break the <laughs> egg. Uh, and I mean, there's a few things in Dota that are as much fun to execute as a nice chrono egg combo. That's some good... Mm. Oh, that's pretty good. He didn't even have Chrono. <laughs> they, they, the Phoenix just egged him and brought him back to full HP. And we're like, all right, well, that's the game. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix is the worst. So we started banning Phoenix. Um, but Phoenix is doing quite well and we'll probably get nerfed. Um, that's Epic League. Oh, I do have a little bit of news from Epic League. Uh, one of the teams that's doing quite well, Viking.gg. Guga. Yeah, their coach is going to be coaching our We Like Dota oh, League really? team. Oh, really? <laughs> how, like, how did you convince him? I, uh, one of our players, Mr. Fancy Pace, just found him on social media and found like a business email address for it. Yeah, Aaron. He does it all the time. Like, we're paying him some money, but like, <laughs> he just does it. And we thought it'd be funny. Uh, well, one, we thought it'd be cool. Like, it'd be interesting to learn from like an actual pro coach yeah, yeah. right like what like what Wait, would you is he charging you guys or is he coaching you for free yeah oh, okay. yeah he's charging us but like you know we don't mind yeah, paying people yeah. for their time that's fine um but we have to wait until after epic league because you know he's actually coaching a successful it's pro true, team. very successful pro um so sync cats you're okay this mm. week you're not going to be facing the uh viking gg <laughs> dot uh young or old, as it were. <laughs> is um, is he going to coach you like through a we like Dota League game? Is that the idea? No, no, he's gonna do like I think I don't know if we're gonna do like a replay or he's gonna like watch something or and talk with us. Um, I'm not entirely sure how it's gonna okay. go. <laughs> we haven't worked out like the super details because he's really busy right now. But um, I, we, yeah, like we can't like record it or stream it. Um. Because he said, like, there might be some stuff that would get out. And, mm-hmm. Like, whatever, that's fine, right? Of course. Um, and I'll see what I could what I could say yeah, on the podcast. That's cool. But uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, they're, like, yeah, the like, hottest team in Europe right now. I know. And it's just going to be so weird. Uh, 
getting coaching from an actual Dota coach. I'm like, I, I, what was, I sent them the email. I said, it's going to be like, uh, like Pep Guardiola <laughs> telling oh, six year olds not to use their I hands. Think Jim is going to scare this guy away with like some really bad jokes, dude. Oh, God. Sam laughs. <laughs> We're dads. We're in this together. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fun, though. Um, I can't that's wait. That's awesome. I'll, I'll report back on how it goes. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be cool. I'm <laughs> jealous. That's awesome. So, yeah, so, like, welcome to the Gregiverse is, like, one step removed from the Epic League. Kind of. Sure. Sure. Yeah, let's, uh, let's <laughs> put it that way, Jim. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Epic League, one of the heroes that's not doing very well, uh, despite lots of picks, is our Hero of the Week this week. Mars. You're tougher than I thought. Come along. Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo. More meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Yes, the hero of the week is Mars. Uh, one of everyone's favorite offlaners. Uh, picked a lot. He's in streams a lot. Uh, BSJ did a video about Mars, so I think that prompted a lot of people to pull him out and start playing him. Frequently shows up in the We Like Dota League. Frequently. Uh, I've played quite a bit, and he's very fun to play. Uh, have either of you guys had a chance to play Mars? Yeah, I played him quite a bit. Did a bit of mid-mars, but uh, you know, offlane mars, all that good stuff. Yeah, in so- like in my life. I mean, in Dota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in my Dota career, I have played the hero. Yes, not particularly well, mind you, but I, I, I've done it. His, uh, he's fun. Right? His spear is deceivingly hard to hit. the The pros make it look very easy, but it's a. Uh, but we'll get there. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I jumped ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no damn. problem. I, I, I think uh, everyone shares that opinion. Do you want to read through the? Uh, lore for mars eh, it's not that interesting really it's, it's it's just he's mars yeah he's just mars which is uh you know for those of you keeping track at home that's the roman version of what is it Ares, the yes. the greek god of war um yep. son of what zeus and who fun I'm, son of jupiter oh i'm sorry the roman name is jupiter you're right uh who was his mother do we know uh, I mean, Hera is his Greek mother. I'm not sure what the what Hera's name is in Roman in the Roman pantheon. But I mean, who cares? Yeah. It's basically the same thing. They like yes. stole that shit. Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. His daddy is Zeus, and he's the god of war. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of. He's a. Uh, I like his personality in Dota because he's a little like mischievous or, or like yeah, ar- yeah. arrogant, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Nah, that sounds good. Uh, since I play offlane on our Be Like Dota League team, I pick him quite a bit, but he also gets banned a lot. Um, I'll go through some of his abilities and you can comment. Yeah, I love commenting. Good. He's a uh, melee... Melee! <laughs> a, a melee uh, carry initiator disabler durable <laughs> by the classification of the game client. Good old game um, He's a strength hero. Yep, he's a strength hero. Uh, he's tough to kill. Uh, we'll get to his abilities to explain why. His Q, which you already mentioned, Sam, is Spear of Mars. 
Uh, he throws his legendary spear with deadly precision. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> damaging each enemy unit it strikes. The first enemy hero it hits is skewered on the spear, pushing it back. And if that hits a tree building or cliff, they are impaled to it and stunned. Um, the damage is 100, scaling up to 325. The cast range is 900, scaling up to 1200. And the stun duration is 1.6 seconds, scaling up to 2.8 seconds. Uh, it's on a 14 second cooldown. Uh, that does not scale, but can be changed by a talent. Um, it's a cool ability because it moves people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are uh, always and, the best. Yeah, abilities that move people are cool, and it's a skill shot as well, um, which makes it cooler, although impossible to hit. As Sam pointed out, <laughs> it's also very fun to watch really good Mars players or like pro Mars players spear heroes to buildings for me there's something very satisfying mm. about the building mm. it uh, maybe because it happens on like tier three sometimes it's like ooh, <laughs> yeah maybe it's also because it's kind of funny seeing the hero like pinned against the building like for me like i'm like for some reason like shackle shot and stuff like connects with a tree like that makes sense to me in my dota brain but like a hero just like flailing up against the building is like really funny to me for some reason <laughs> yeah it's pretty good it's pretty yeah i like um and i forgot <laughs> any thoughts on spear of mars <laughs> um I mean, I, I we, we mostly covered everything, but I think the most funny part, what I like seeing is when I watch other people play Mars, is like seeing somebody get a very, very good spear of Mars off, uh, and then they like miscalculate the range that it flies. And you know, it looks like, oh wow, it's gonna be amazing spear. And then it ends like 100 units before the wall or something. That Those are the funniest ones to me. Yeah, you also learn all the things that are walls and aren't walls. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because all these times you're like, what? How did that not? Because it's very different depending on like what uh, what pack you use, what map pack for Dota. Sometimes like stuff is portrayed really? as a like cliff. I mean, cliffs are pretty normal, but sometimes like there's, there's like huh. certain areas on the map that on some maps it's just like a collection of rubble. And then on other maps, it's like a small valley that you like can't go in and oh, like if yeah. it's a valley like i don't know if that's uh if that counts as a wall for spear of mars uh i think the rubble would but i don't know about those valleys so it's not very uh intuitive a lot of the time uh good call uh his next ability w god's rebuke uh he smashes enemies in front of him with his shield knocking them back and damaging them with a critical hit based on his right click uh, there's also bonus damage if he attacks a hero, and it has true strike, which I didn't know. I just learned. I didn't know it gave um, bonus damage against heroes. Damn, to thirty-five. <laughs> thirty-five, like that's very odd. Um, that doesn't scale. So the critical damage is one hundred fifty percent, scaling up to two hundred seventy percent. Distance is five hundred. There is a forty percent move slow uh, on the knockback. Which lasts for two seconds. It's quite substantial. Yeah, it's pretty good slow. That makes uh, hitting your spear easier. Um, the cooldown is from 16 seconds, scaling down to 10. And if you buy an Aghanim Scepter, it goes down to 3.5. Um, it's really this. Now, this, this ability also applies any 
uh, proc stuff to your yeah. uh, rebuke. So if you have lifesteal, mm. um, it's like an AoE attack. And if you have uh, like a satanic, you just like pop satanic, hit a creep wave, and you're at full health. It's like Anchor Smash uh, or, on Tide. It is. It is. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah, it's just like Anchor Smash. Um, so you can get like all your health back in the middle of a team fight. Um, it's also really cheap in mana, 65 mana, scaling up to 80. Um, so you can use it to secure ranged creeps, which uh, everyone says is really important, but I can barely ever remember to do in games. <laughs> Um, and like knock people away from the creep wave. It's like a really, really good harass tool. Yeah. Um, super good. And, and from what I've read, uh, on the internet, you could tell if someone's a good Mars player, if they level God's rebuke first instead of spear, because God's rebuke costs so much less mana. Um, Interesting. It's actually useful at level one. I mean, you can make, like, uh, good rune plays. I've, a lot of the times when I play against Marses, they uh, spear me away from the rune. I feel like that's kind of worth. Yeah, it's... I mean, it'll get you the rune, but, um, like, in lane, God's Rebuke is just so good. Uh, okay. To harass and secure hit last hits. Uh, his E is, I think, a very cool ability. Bulwark. He wields his massive shield to block a portion of each physical attack when hit from the front or sides. It's like opposite bristleback. Um, his attacks from the front are reduced by 40%, scaling up to 70%. And from the side, they're reduced 20%, scaling up to 35%. Um, this is the classic ding, 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 ding <laughs> noise when you're attacking a Mars from the front. Um, but most importantly... And I learned this in a pub I was playing last week. Uh, essentially, just invalidate certain heroes. You can hit, you can activate yes. Bulwark, and seventy percent of projectiles aimed at Mars's allies instead go toward Mars. This is why uh, Mars is like the draw counter number one, guys. Remember this. He's the draw counter, and it turns out he is the Terrorblade counter and the Shadow Shaman counter. Um, Terrorblade, we. Went to take high ground. He had like five illusions with his manta, and they were all in uh, metamorphosis. And I hit E, and he did no damage to anyone. <laughs> and that was the end of the game. <laughs> uh, also, it attracts seventy uh, percent of tower shots and uh, rost awards from Shadow Shaman. Very cool. Uh, yeah, it's really. I think that's the thing. Um, that like separates good Mars players from like adequate Mars players is like using that active. I bet it's just like if I were to see a good Mars player, I bet you'd see them use yeah. it in so many interesting I mean, points. I use the active, but I almost never use it to save my teammates. I just use it because it looks funny because he does like this little <laughs> like he he acts like he's in a shield wall. It looks very cool, just like walking around in the like this like phalanx style i guess yeah and he crouches down and he always faces one direction yeah, yeah. you're locked in a direction when you do I mean, that's also um, really useful in a lot of situations not uh, turning around i used it to accidentally suicide to a tower once mm, very cool yeah i was trying to defend against something else and then all of a sudden like, all these other tower shots were coming at me <laughs> i'm like what have i done and i was dead um 
But that was funny. I, I was amused, at least. Uh, and then his ultimate, um, and again, he's another one of these heroes where everything kind of synergizes, so it all comes together. His ultimate is Arena of Blood, uh, or as I've started calling it, Mars Attacks. Um, Why? I don't know, because I just had Mars Attacks in my mind, because it's a fantastic underrated film. And I called it that once, and it was kind of old man embarrassing, and so I st- I'm sticking with it. Okay. Aaron definitely doesn't know this reference. I know, I know the, yeah. I know the movie. I know, like where it's like the aliens with the uh, glass heads, where you can see their brain, and they come from Mars, and then the humans, they're like, ah, you, you guys are nice, you're not gonna kill us, and then they kill them. Yeah, see, I yeah. know that movie, dude. Jack Nicholson plays the president of the United States. Um. So, Arena of Blood. After a short formation time, Mars summons an arena lined with the undead warriors of the Ash Legion who block enemy attacks and movement. Um, and if enemy heroes are near the inside edge of the arena, they get attacked by spears, which deals damage and knocks them back. Um, it goes for a duration scaling from 5 seconds to 7. It's a 550 radius. The spear damage when they hit the outside is 120, scaling up to 250. And it takes a third of a second to form. Uh, Cooldown 90, 75, and 60. That's the craziest part about this hero, by the way. That this ability has a cooldown of 60 seconds. Yeah, it's a seven-second duration massive AoE teamfight spell with a 60-second cooldown. Uh, Yeah, like, if you're playing Mars, you just do this all the time. It's wild. Pretty much. Um, But it's great. Uh, It forces people into... Mars, uh, and to fight with him. Your God's Rebuke, which knocks people back, can knock people into the arena walls to trigger yep. that damage. Can spear so people. You can spear people. Yeah, you can spear people to the wall, so they just continuously take the damage as the spears yeah. poke them. That's like the main combo. If you don't do that combo every time you ult, then you're not a good mass player, I think. Yeah. Also, it blocks attacks from outside the arena from getting into the arena. Yep. So it's the that's the other element of it being a drow counter, um, because even if you don't get drow in, she can't shoot into mm-hmm. it. Does it block um, attacks from outside, uh, from inside going out? I think so, right? I don't know. Uh, good question. I'm not sure, but I think so. Okay. Okay. Um, and it plays uh, Holst's Mars uh, when it goes up. Mm. Um, which is a great piece of music, and then occasionally Mars will sing it himself. It was like da da uh, da 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 da, something like that. Yeah, yep. Um, so that's fun. He's super fun to play. Everything's flashy. There's lots of skill shots. You get a blink dagger. You 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 blink on people, and then throw spears uh, past them into the trees. Um, you blink arena. Arena has all these wacky. Uh, like interactions with things that raise people up. So you can't walk out of the arena, but you could like jump out of yeah, it. Yeah, you can pounce you jump of it, ability. Can't you? Yeah, I think I think if you have eggs, you can pounce out of it. Interesting. I mean, you can always pounce out of it, Slark. I know if if you get hit by one of the stuns that throws you in the air, like Lion's Spikes or Nick's Stun. Mm. And you're at the top of that. When you get hit by the Spear of Mars, it will sh- carry you out of the arena and pin you to a tree outside of the arena. Ooh, very interesting. 
<laughs> yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. I think Batrider can just walk out of it. Or Firefly. Can Mirana it. jump out of it? Or is she like not know. jumping high enough? I don't okay. know. But he's a weird hero. He's very fun to play. He's very popular. And he'll... I mean, he's doing poorly in pro matches, so maybe he won't get nerfed. Um, hopefully. Uh, I think he'll take a couple small nerfs, because he's very... Like, even though he's not winning a lot in pro matches, he's like first ban material a lot of the time. Like, people love playing uh, banning against the zero right now. Yeah, it, it does get a lot of bans. There haven't been a lot of chances to... He doesn't have fantastic talents either. Uh, um, I think he has decent ones. Like, you can definitely tell he's one of the newer heroes where, like, actual imagination went into the talents, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's not just, like, plus four armor. <laughs> yeah. Or, or plus 100. Yeah, on this hero, it's plus six, which is very different, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's 50% better. <laughs> uh, nah, like, he... Uh, but he doesn't have those talents that are like Sven's talents, where like these are obviously the ones, and you will win the game because of them. Mm. Um, but he's fun to play. Yeah. He's good. The Ag Scepter, I've never seen anyone buy it. Um, I just go like Phase Bracer Blink. Uh, like, yeah, uh, I think well. that's like the core build, just straight into Blink. And why like most of the Mars builds differentiate right now is if they go Blink Yules or Yules Blink. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't you get into that? Mars he has pretty severe mana issues, especially early, because like you have like three hundred mana or something, and then it's like one of your spells costs like half your mana almost. Uh, so Yule Scepter, obviously, it's nice to have that because of the mana that it provides, like mana pool and mana region, both very useful for Mars. Movement speed also nice, but mostly you can combo the if you like if you know how to do it, you can combo the Yule's active into a arena Q combo, which is very effective because it turns it from to like a stun that's dodgeable if you're good uh, into like basically safe uh, damage and disable which is very valuable in Dota like going from not guaranteed disable to basically guaranteed disable and I know you can still choke it but it's kind of hard to choke it like it's not that hard to pull off that combo to be honest uh, yeah 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 it's it's not bad I I that is what most pros are going and yeah. it's probably the best thing uh, After do, that, right? you can go like Desolator to have more damage on your God's Rebuke or you go uh, BKB or stuff like that. And then late game, you can get like an AC maybe, a Shivas. And honestly, you said you don't like it. I'm, I'm kind of a fan of the eggs. I think the damage output it does... Like, it's not good against every hero, but for example, I built it recently when I was playing against a PL and that just like completely ah. destroyed this game. No, that makes a lot of sense, actually. That's a good call. I think uh, certain illusion heroes might get buffed in the patch. So Yeah, illusion heroes, that might... uh, except like TB, aren't doing that well right now. Yeah, I think Naga and... and I kind of hate PL too, but I think Naga and PL might come back. Yeah, PL, I think. Cool. Yeah. But he's fun. Definitely go play him. Uh, he's a good time. You'll never get to play him in be like Dota League because he's always banned. <laughs> it's true. But... <laughs> uh, it's great arena combos with a million things it's a lot of fun uh, how about some how about we ask some noobs what's going on sure 
Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is, always prepare for war! Noobs ass noobs, the first is from Mr. Fancy Pants. He says, which IP, that's intellectual property, would you I most like that. to see, good, see, make a crossover with Dota? And how would you like to see it executed? DC superheroes farming creeps? Buffy the Vampire Slayer ganking in the jungle? Perhaps a crossover out of the universe where Darkseer and Ogre Magi face off against Ryu and Ken in Street Fighter. So that's interesting because that opens the door to like Dota heroes being in another game. <laughs> Sam, we haven't heard from you in a while as we talked about Mars. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe, so would the would the idea be like I want to make as much money as possible? Like is that? Uh, I don't think so. It doesn't have to be. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think just I guess the easiest thing would be something like Street Fighter or something like just grab another whatever franchise you like um and just go for that. I mean, like didn't Nintendo do for a while like you could play like Link in like the Soul Calibur games or something like that? Am I yeah. making that up? Yeah. They should I put would... Dota Heroes into Smash. Yeah, that'd be fun. I would be down for like ah, a, a Nintendo thing. That'd be fun having like Mario sprank around and uh, shaming Zeus for stealing his, you know, uh-huh. taunt action. <laughs> this reminds me. I played a game of Mario Party last week. I got super mad actually. Oh no! It, the game's so much RNG, dude. All right, let's not go. Let's not go. <laughs> The the severe criticisms of Mario Party. Oh, I say okay. Yeah. If you say if you're talking about that, okay. So what? So this game it has like a two part two parts, right? One is the like basically the the like playing board map. I don't know where you know you walk around, and then there's the mini games, right? Okay. We played a mode yeah. with ten mini games. I won seven out of ten mini games. Just so yeah. you know, okay, and then. Okay, we I didn't win the game because there's the star, right? And it just randomly flies around between spots on this, like, uh, playing board map thing. Okay. And it just, like, ran, like, four times it just flew directly next to one of my opponents and they got the star instantly. How is that fair, dude? Clearly it's not. Yeah. yeah. Can't... They just they uh, they haven't spent enough time balancing yeah. it, I think. Yeah. Frog yeah, yeah. has to head over to Mario Party. Folks. Burn it down. Honestly. Maybe we should do a Mario Party Dota thing uh, crossover where this where you're just playing Dota and then a random star appears in one of the lanes. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds super fun. Yeah, yeah, and it makes things really good. What about uh, Animal Crossing? I was actually thinking of that. You that could, would be cute. You could go to other islands and like recruit Dota heroes to come set up a little house. <laughs> On your island? <laughs> I would do that. Sure. sure. <laughs> right now, Charlene's like, yes. <laughs> Charlene's like, I've thought about this. I can't believe I'm not on this. Very cool. Arian, any ideas? 
Uh, I was, I mean, he kind of stole my idea. I was going to say Animal Crossing, to be honest. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Got him. Next question is from Rex Cow. Why does Coralina no longer build Bloodstone? Does she not? Arian, you're the, the Coralina mid player. Um, I mean, I build Bloodstone. Maybe I'm doing something wrong, but I've been building Bloodstone on my Coralina. I don't think it's like the standard build anymore. And I think that's mostly to Lena not really having mana issues these days. Like, you're mostly fine mm. with, like, a Yules and then maybe one more int item later. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I still think it can be good. If you go, like, the eggs route, having the spell amp is very nice if you're having a good game and getting fed. Cause yeah. Oh, it's a good call. I forget about the spell amp. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, uh, just in general, like, core Lena isn't as much of a thing as it was in the past yeah i mean it kind of came back uh recently like mm. pro pros played it uh because the lane is just so good with lena yeah she's a great lane. lena's the yeah she's the uh most contested hero in epic League. oh okay but i think it is mostly like a plus four um yeah i don't know so Aaron, you you play uh storm spirit does Bloodstone spell amp affect the damage from overcharge or whatever it's called? Overcharge? Oh, you mean what's the, the Storm Spirit passive? Yeah, yeah it does. Overload. Overload, yeah. It does. It does affect it. That's huge. Isn't overload like the vast majority of the Yeah, yeah, there? yeah. It's definitely very good. I mean, it affects every part. It affects all damage, overload. Uh, uh, so, yeah, very, very good. On I mean, you buy it on Storm Spirit still, obviously. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess that's why Cabo. Uh, Yules gives a lot of mana regen. Joji, uh, captain of WLDL team Mosaic mode, uh, who we will have to face off against in a couple weeks. We have a uh, we have a, a pocket strat for them. You'll get to see it. He asks. Has anyone personally experienced or had someone they know experience any sort of racism because of COVID? For example, he says that he uh, was asked to have – he's an Asian-American uh, Starbucks barista. Uh, Starbucks very close to the heart of We Like Dota. Was asked to have another person of race redo their food and drink even though he was wearing gloves, mask, and following all safety regulations. Yeah, that's pretty racist. Uh, yeah, I want to say, you know, sorry, Joji. I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you. That's terrible. On behalf of all of us. Uh, have you all uh, experienced any of this as a middle-aged white dude? I mean... Uh, people are, are not racist to me, so... I've experienced racism, uh, but I've not experienced racism specifically because of COVID. So I, I think COVID. in this case, at least. Mm, yeah same for me uh i have not experienced racism due to covid it this yeah the stuff that i've not that it's very intense but the stuff that the small things that happen to me are not covid related hmm. yeah 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 so sorry Jimmy. yeah that yeah. sucks don't be racist guys come on i know dota yeah, you like have to remind racist. dota people of that a lot you know you know how dota people are yeah, we definitely do. Uh, Monster asks, which Dota hero 
is the most anime. Konka, mm-hmm. we've done this before. Is he? Because of the like rivalry <laughs> story or because of his hair. Look bring him up. Uh, mm. I guess I could see it. It's pretty good. He looks like that that uh beard slash like hair floof I feel like is very iconic. Yeah. <laughs> I think my answer would be Grimstroke, because you know, he probably draw I mean he's like all about ink, right? So Ah. There's, first of all, it has like direct relation because you know, mm. I mean, most it used at least to uh, be like hand drawn most enemies, uh, which most are not at the, these days. But also, uh, I I'm pretty sure there's like some anime characters that like have ink as their superpower. Mm. I mean, eighty percent sure. I'm not big on anime, but I think I remember that. I like the idea. I, I think you have the best angle, which is like anime is about animation and he is an artist. Mm. Um, I don't watch anime. I never really did, so I don't know. So I'll go with Grimstroke because I really like that interpretation of the question. Okay. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dora the Destroyer asks... What's your head cannon for why heroes get gold for being the last one to punch a creep? I would like to read uh, Mr. Fancy Pants's answer because I think it's better than what I can come up with. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Fancy Pants wrote in and he said, Creeps carry money. When you're hitting them, you aren't actually doing damage. You're just checking their pockets. So when you've checked their last pocket, you successfully rob them of their hard-earned cash, preventing them from providing for their families. As fragile, anxious <laughs> creatures, they die of shame and despair on the spot. Okay. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sad. <laughs> I guess I, I thinking about why uh, no one's ever asked me, and I've actually had a couple brought a couple kids through dota so you think someone would (laughs) i would think it's like there's some kind of director watching this happen and he's rewarding people for being the last ones to punch a creep i think it's like um you know how the american government systematically decided to destroy the buffalo uh populations to you know uh, wipe out the indigenous people like as part of an effort to uh, destroy their way of life so um, I think it's similar to that it's like you bring us a, a skin of a of a neutral creep I'll give you uh, 35 gold coin interesting that's what the ancients nice. are saying <laughs> okay that's fair hey can I expand on that for a second please uh, there's this thing it reminds me of the the have you ever heard of the cobra problem have you done this in your economic no cobra problem Uh, oh so the british raj when they were in charge of india um there were all these cobras everywhere and they were stinging people and killing them right so they started so they said we'll give you a pound sterling i actually know this one for yeah for bringing us dead cobras 
they charged they gave so much that people started farming cobras. Yeah. And then a lot of the cobras from cobras. the farms got out and it actually made the cobra problem yeah. worse. Yeah. And like I yeah. Uh so it kinda reminds me of that. Like it's in everyone's interest to just like start farming mm. creeps then. I'm and there we are. I mean, cool. My headcanon is that creeps are very poverty stricken. And like the only tangible asset that they have is the life insurance policy, which is what you call, uh, which oh. is what you collect on when you kill the creeps. So you're like a bounty so hunter. A yeah, and that actually shows how like poverty-stricken creeps are. That their whole life insurance policy is worth like thirty-five gold coins. It's worth thirty-five gold coins, and uh, it's defined so the beneficiary is whoever <laughs> <Yes>. kills them. <laughs> That's uh, that's that's funny. I, I love uh, any opportunity to to work contracts into uh, mass murder. Uh, one last question. I'll finish this up. Um, fantasy, Mister Fancy Pants again asks: Fantasy Dota is one of the most fun, uh, or completely pointless? Uh, why not both? Parts of the international, and probably the one thing that makes the event competitive with WLDL uh, as the most important and interesting Dota tournament of the Facts. year. Facts. Um, only set true yeah, things, probably... things so far. Yeah, honestly, it's true. Without that no-risk, slight-reward betting system in this year's Battle Pass, I'm now craving this feature from the WLDL. Um, don't pick anyone on my team, Fancy Pants. Here's the twist, though. Can we do a fantasy Dota with heroes instead of players for WLDL? How would it work? Could it be repurposed as a per-patch fantasy system encompassing all games played? Uh, these are honest questions. I don't really understand fantasy sports leagues, but fantasy Dota heroes sounds fun. Okay, so for the second part of your question, I'm not sure if it's like technically possible to uh, do a fantasy match of just like uh, like do a fantasy season just of all games played. That seems pretty pretty ridiculous to me. <laughs> yeah, but you could like you could uh, like uh, attach it to a tournament. Yeah, it's like tiny would be like the worst one. <laughs> For any tournament, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like the idea. I have a slight twist on it. So, like, normally for like a fantasy, like the way that fantasy cards normally work would be like, okay, like I got a a gold Aryan card. Like this is dope. Oh, like Aryans, you know, like whatever. Yeah, he, you know, whatever. But you get don't lots whatever of the gold Aryan. That's a hype card. <laughs> Plus kills, plus death. Plus kills. Um, yeah. But what if we did, like, <laughs> I guess it would be not properly balanced, but what if you attached cards to heroes? So you're like, I got a gold, sil like, specter card. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is going to win me my fantasy, like you know, game today. Uh, you guys, if you guys were fantasy cards, what would be like your most valuable <laughs> bonus because of your playstyle? Uh, well, nowadays I think it would be stun duration. Okay, sure, sure. I'll let that slide. That's all I've been doing. But like broadly, it would be um, if CS wasn't a total garbage stat in, in fantasy Dota, it'd be CS and towers. Mm. Destroyed. What would it be for me? That's all I care about. Probably kills. 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 Definitely okay. kills. And uh, death. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, if there was a way to like invert the death score so you got more points for more. That would be for me, for sure. No, you would have probably healed or something, Sam. I think that I would do be like good. a heal. Yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. Yeah, like Arian's ideal game is like twenty five kills, fourteen deaths. <laughs> That's true. I mean ideally <laughs> like five. I try to stay under five deaths. Yeah. Yeah, what would yours be, Sam? It's like Dude, I'm telling you, heals. You know how much Undying this guy plays? Yeah, Dude, you know, because uh, I was thinking about my heroes how, and how I tried to play Omni Knight a, a while back. Mm-hmm. I saw him in a pro game, like yeah, position four. Yeah, he's very popular right now with like PA. Yeah, he just like, uh, he just spams the W. Yeah. It, yeah. It was <laughs> and that's all he does. He's just a strong dispel and like an HP regen uh, machine. That's all Pretty he much. does. Yeah, Jim, yeah, you're shaking it, your head. Uh, no, it's just because it's so dumb. <laughs> like that hero's awful, and like it's just it's just this it's this patch again. Like you just pick a late game carry who stinks in lane, <laughs> and you just make them not stink in lane, and that's the game. Yeah, or you pick Sven, who it doesn't matter how his lane <laughs> goes because he clears ancient stacks at level six. <laughs> yeah. It's very boring in that respect. Very cool. But you're right. He has been picked lately. Um, yeah, so my, my fantasy selection is definitely Omni Knight Inspector. Because <laughs> everyone wants to watch that. Uh, any final thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, it's good to be no, back. I'm thanks good. for hanging. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, guys. thanks for coming thanks back. For coming. Yeah, come check out our Discord. Uh, head over to We Like Dota, and there's a link to it. Um, check us out on social media and watch our streams. We have these amazing casters: uh, Repcar, Monster, Juvu, Tadgaha, uh, Ganel, uh, all kinds of people like jumping in and, and casting our games. I think we got two names right like, there. Yeah, right, Repcar, yeah. Monster. Well, I mean, yeah, Ganel. Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, come check him out. Uh, a lot of fun watching us get creamed by very good players. And uh, we'll see you next Bye, week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.